0: It's a message that brings joy in spite of sorrow. That is joy in the midst of all that you're going through. You can have joy. It's a message that brings joy. The birth of a child is going to bring you joy.
1: Welcome to Treasure Truth with Pastor and Author James Ford Junior, senior pastor of the Christ Bible Church in Chicago. I'm Steve Hiller. Glad that you're here and a very Merry Christmas to you and Merry Christmas, Pastor. Merry Christmas to you too, Steve. Well, one of the songs that uh, most of us probably have sung at least by now in the year is Joy to the World, The Lord Has Come. And that's really what we are celebrating. What we're focusing on today, the joy that is ours in Christ.
0: That's right. Well, it's the birth of the child that brings you joy. That's what the scripture says. I was thinking about uh, Peter Pan and was just called Pan. It was Robin Williams and Hmm. he was a great comedian. And uh, he didn't want to grow up. Everybody knows the story of Peter Pan. Yeah. And he couldn't fly any longer. I don't know if you saw it, Uh, but when I was watching it with my grandchildren, I said I was watching it with my grandchildren. (laughs) And uh, when I was watching it with my grandchildren, they said, what are you writing, Papaw? Uh, He found an illustration. What are you writing? I said, look at that. He didn't want to grow up. He could no longer fly. He is an adult body with a child's mind. Hmm. But what happened when he had a child, he had such joy that he began to fly again. Hmm. You know, sounds like a good title for a song. Yeah. I believe I could fly. (laughs) (laughs) But but that's what happened. You know, and I said, isn't that like what happened when Jesus was born? Great tidings of joy. Yeah. Man, Jesus brings us joy. He is our joy. So the Bible tells us rejoice in the Lord. And again, I say, rejoice. I I like Paul. He repeats it. He says, hey, rejoice in the Lord. Wait wait a minute. You're not listening to me. Maybe I need to say it again. Give it to you for emphasis. Highlight it.
1: Rejoice in the Lord. You know, you uh, talk about what the angels proclaimed, joy of the world, the Lord has come. And this is for all the people However, there may be some listening today who say, I wish that joy was mine, but I don't have that joy. And the rest of the world around me looks happy. They're celebrating Christmas, and I am not feeling it, Pastor. Yeah,
0: and all they need to do is understand Romans ten nine and 10, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. He, once you allow Jesus to come into your life,
1: he brings that joy. Well, I hope that uh, if you're listening today and that's where you're at, you'll continue to listen and even reach out to us after the broadcast by coming to treasuredtruthradio.org. But right now, let's get into Luke chapter 2 as we continue the message, Joy to the World. Here is Pastor Ford.
0: One of the members said, my mother gave me this 12 days of Christmas, and and she said it was something that points to Christ. And I was wondering, is that really true, Pastor? I said, yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's definitely true. Because between 1558 and 1829, you had to hide your faith. So what they did was uh, they came up with ways to present Jesus in things that everybody would use. The Christians knew what they were talking about, but unbelievers didn't until they explained it. Let me explain it to you. Uh, Twelve days of Christmas, you know that, on the first day of Christmas, right? First, The partridge in the pear tree is Jesus Christ himself. Uh, Two turtle doves were the Old and New Testaments. Three French horns stood for faith, hope, and love. Four calling birds were the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Five golden rings was the law, the Torah, or the first five books of the Bible. The six geese a-laying, six geese a-laying, six days of creation. Seven songs of swimming represented the sevenfold gifts of the Spirit. Eight maids a-milking were the eight beatitudes. Nine ladies dancing were the ninefold fruit of the Spirit. Ten lords a-leaping was the Ten Commandments. Eleven pipers piping stood for the eleven faithful disciples. And twelve drummers drumming symbolized the twelve points of the Apostles' Creed. It was all about Jesus Christ. I tell you that you change your focus when you go through Scripture. Scripture is both Christocentric and Christocratic. Say, Christocentric. And Christocratic. That means the focus of it is Christ-centered, and the foundation of it is Christ. And so you know it. You know the Scriptures. Uh, they came to Jesus, and Jesus said, search the Scriptures, John seven thirty-nine. For in them you think you have eternal life, but they are they that testify of me. Luke 24, 44, And he began to teach them all that Moses and the prophets and the writings had written about him. It's all about Jesus. How, how did uh, uh, Gideon get his uh, victory? Through Jesus Christ. Take the lamp, put a clay pot over it, and then break the clay pot, and then blow the trumpet, let the light shine. That's the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. First of all, his person. You have the lamp, the light, representing his deity. And normally, if you put a clay pot over a light, what's going to happen? is going to go out. But since he was deity clothed in humanity, it couldn't and be a picture of Jesus. And so, break the clay pot, his humanity, crucifixion, blow the trumpet, resurrection, let the light shine. That's it. All all through the scripture, everything points to Jesus. Okay, the two doves. Uh, Take one dove that's alive and kill it and then pour the blood of the dead bird on the live bird and let the live bird go. Death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ. Two natures. So the movement. Here's the third one. The message of joy. The message of joy. The movement of joy. The mutual exclusiveness of joy. So notice uh, the message of joy. He says, I bring you tidings of great joy. The word great joy or good tidings uh, comes from the word evangelism. It literally means to preach the gospel. So it's a message of joy that this message that you're getting ought to bring you joy. Okay, we know words that bring us joy. Okay, let's see, let's see. Uh, what have you heard the words? Not guilty. That would bring you joy. How about it's in remission? That would bring you joy. How about you're healed? Yeah, yeah, that'll bring you joy. What about would you please forgive me? That would bring you joy. How about you're not pregnant? (laughs) Especially if you're single, right? Amen. Uh, How about this one? I now pronounce you husband and wife. Okay, well, okay, for those of you who are left, how about your divorce is final? (laughs) Oh, here's one everybody would love. You have just won the Publishing Clearinghouse sweepstakes. In other words, I'm saying it's a message that brings joy in spite of sorrow that is joy in the midst of all that you're going through, you can have joy that you need to understand. It's a message that brings joy. The birth of a child is going to bring you joy. Well, you know, I was there for all my children being born. I remember the first one, uh, my son who was up here, and, and my wife went in, and I think uh, that, that uh, there was a conspiracy because I went in, I did all that stuff, learned, you know, breathe, baby, breathe, breathe. And, and I had had her hand. And when the pain hit her, you know, she would squeeze my hand. And I don't know, giving birth to a baby gives a woman superhuman strength. Because she said, oh, and squeezed my hand. I said, oh. She said, eee. I said, eee. And I think she was trying to get me to experience some of the pain that she was feeling. And so the nurse was cracking up, and I said, baby, you heard me, you heard me. She said, you heard me. But then when he was born, he was a quick delivery, only two hours, I said, oh, Lord. And when we went in for my second son, Nate, I didn't hold her hand. She said, hold my hand. No, no. And I'm so glad, because it was like five and a half hours. Even now, look at that, look at that, look, this hand is smaller than this hand. <laughs> but after he was born, and they put Jay in her arms, and we were there just smiling. It was great. The birth of a baby. He said, this baby is a baby that's going to make a difference. You know, we got the saying, right? One monkey don't stop no show. Anybody ever tell anybody that? Yeah. Well, guess what? I believe it all depends on who the monkey is. (laughs) Because when you look at Jesus, one person can make a difference. Okay, in 1645, one vote gave Oliver Cromwell control of the New Model Army. Four years later, he took control of all of Great Britain. 1839, Marcus Landslide Morton was elected governor of Massachusetts by one vote. 1876, Rutherford B. Hayes was elected president by one vote. Democrat Samuel Tilden won the popular vote, but was one vote shy of a majority in the electoral college vote. In 1941, the active service component of the Selective Service Act was extended by a margin of one vote. Four months later, we were at war with Japan. In 2013, the Voters' Rights Act was gutted by the Supreme Court by one vote. And all that's going on across America is because of one vote. In 2015, that same Supreme Court legalized by one vote gay marriage, by one vote, the power of one. And God is saying there is this child that's going to be born who is going to be the one that changes everything in the world.
1: Well, that child is why this program exists. It's all about proclaiming Jesus, who he is and what he has done for us. And we're actually taking a look at his coming in today's broadcast. It's called Joy to the World from Luke chapter 2, and we'll get back to that in just one moment. I want to let you know that if you ever have a question about something you hear on the program, you can always ask your question to Pastor Ford by coming to our website, treasuretruthradio.org, and clicking on the Contact Us link. Again, that's at treasuredtruthradio.org. Back to the message. Here's Pastor Ford.
0: Anybody ever heard of a Sibi? A Sibi. You ever heard of a Sibi? Well, you ought to have heard of him. He's a West African native. In 1927, an epidemic broke out in West Africa of yellow fever. Now, at that time, yellow fever was just like uh, full-blown AIDS, no cure. And uh, a Sibi lived. And they said, wait a minute, everybody else died, but a sibby lived. Why'd he live? They took some of his blood and they screened it. And they found out that this man was the only man in the world at that time that was tested whose blood had an antibody for yellow fever. That was in 1927. If somebody contracts yellow fever today and get the antidote, they can trace the serum back to a sibby that everybody who's ever been cured of yellow fever has to thank a West African named Asibi because without Asibi, there would be no blood that would take away that disease. We have a disease. It's not the HIV, it's the SIN. And every time somebody gets cleansed from the SIN disease, they got to look back to Calvary where Jesus Christ shed his blood to take away our sin. Okay, I'm going to let you go because I'm ready to go too. I'm hungry too. I'm hungry too. And so when you look at this thing, it is this message of joy. But then I want you to notice not just the message of joy, the movement of joy, mutual exclusion of joy. Notice the magnitude of joy. Great tidings. The word is mega from which we get megaphone. In other words, great tidings. Mm, mm, mm. Remember, happiness is based on circumstances and what happens. Joy is independent of your circumstance. Why great joy? Okay, I'm just going to drop it and and move on and finish these last uh, three points. Maybe you ought to have great joy because you walked in here and wasn't wheeled in here. That ought to make you have great joy. Maybe you ought to have great joy because you were born in America and not in Afghanistan. That ought to give you great joy. Maybe you ought to have great joy because you don't serve the Lord, but he still blesses you. You you ought to have great joy. Now, notice the ministry of joy. It says here, he says, which shall bring to all people. That's the ministry of joy. Joy gives you a positive outlook in the midst of a negative outlook. Joy will minister to you in your slept rock situation. He says, not just to save people. This is a ministry to all people. We just talked about it in the office. He died for Lottie Dottie and everybody. Everybody has an opportunity to be saved now. We were going to bust hell wide open, like my mama used to say. But Jesus, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever, if you go to hell, you got to step over the grace of God to get there. Hmm. I mean, there's some people, I'm telling you, they're so negative, they can't think of anything positive. We're about the guy who, uh, he wanted to make his friend more of an optimist. He was a negative. Everything was negative. He said, I know what I'm going to do. He said, will you go duck hunting with me? He said, I don't know. Probably won't catch anything. He said, well, come on, go with me. He said, okay. And so he had a surprise for him. So they, they got some ducks and, and uh, they're, they're looking. Ducks go overhead. He fires. Pow, I got one. He said, well, I probably won't get one. Duck fell in the water. He had his golden retriever with him. He said, go fetch Duke. The dog got out of the boat, walked on the water, grabbed the duck, walked back to the boat, and got in the boat. He looked at his friend, because he knew ain't nothing he could say negative. He said, what do you think of that? My dog just walked on the water. He said, yeah, that's probably because he can't swim. Notice the manifestation of joy. Here it is. Emmanuel, his name will be called God with us. Let me just bottom line it. I, 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 yeah, I just want to bottom line it. Say bottom line it, Passport. Let me tell you what that means by using my youngest son. We used to live in the Parsonage. His job was to take the garbage out. He didn't do it. And so it was about maybe 8.30 at night. And uh, there was no light back here. No parking lot lights were off. We are trying to save electricity. And um, I said, take the garbage out. It's dark, Dad. Take the garbage out. You're supposed to have done it in a day. Now go take the garbage out. I waited about 10 minutes. Uh, I said, where is this boy? I opened the door. Pastor Loss, he's standing there with the bag of garbage right on the porch. I said, boy, I told you to take the garbage out. He said, Dad, look how dark it is down there. Somebody be, may be waiting down there to snatch me. I said, boy, don't nobody want you. I said, D-. he said, dad, you don't know that? They be stealing little kids. They told us about it in school. I, was like, I told him, I said, if they steal you, they'll bring you back. <laughs> Here's your kid. <laughs> he said, no, dad. You know, I said, son, no, I'm a pastor. I'm a preacher. Son, the Lord is with you. He never leaves you nor forsake you. And anybody, anybody know my youngest son? Okay, you know what he said then. They can't see him. So what I need you to do, Dad, I need somebody with some skin on. Can you stand on the porch while I go down? Because they can't see God, but they can see how big you are. You see what I'm saying? I need a presence. I need something tangible. And God knew. He's God. All by himself. He created everything by the word of his mouth. He spoke and said, light be and light was. So what if he had came down and and, and revealed himself to us? We'd have shriveled up. We would have been. He said, I know. I need them to see me tangibly. And I'll do it in the most unassuming form that I can. I'll become a babe. Isn't he cute? The baby that you're kissing is God. Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. Man. And you know how we get all about our babies? Everybody have pretty babies. That's right. Ain't my baby cute? And here's how I get around it. That baby's something else, all right. And so here it is. He's the manifestation of joy. God with skin on. Here's the last one. The motivation of joy. See, I can do it. I did seven points in 35 minutes. I'm getting ready for the new year. The motivation of joy, which is Christ the Lord. Wow. It's Christ the Lord. Say, say, what, what do you mean is Christ the Lord, Christos, Anointed One, Messiah, Sovereign, Lord, Kyrios, Deity? Wow! In other words, Jesus is that name. What name, Pastor Ford? The name that Isaiah prophesied about. The name that Moses inquired about, the name that David sang about, the name that Gabriel announced in Nazareth. The name that comforts the lonely and erases the pain of the broken. The name that will not reject a broken and a contrite heart. The name that has power to take the lowest of earth and bring it to the highest of heaven. The name that Acts chapter 4 verse 12 says, there is no other name given among men under heaven whereby we must be saved. The name uh, that is above every name. At the sound of that name, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. The name of Jesus Christ will be able to get you into the throne room. Jesus is the one uh, that I need. Why Jesus? Why is he your joy? Because when I fall, it's Jesus who lifts me up. When I fail, it's Jesus who forgives me and gives me his grace. When I'm weak, it's Jesus that becomes my strength. When I'm lost, Jesus is the one that is the way. When I'm afraid, Jesus is my courage. When I stumble, Jesus is the one who picks me up underneath are the everlasting arms. When I'm blind, he leads me and guides me. When I'm hungry, he feeds me. When I face trials, He's always there, and He never condemns me. When I face problems, He comforts me, because He's the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all of our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort others with the comfort wherewith we ourselves have been comforted of Him. When I face loss, He provides for me, because He provides all my needs according to His riches and glory. And when I face death, He will come and take me home joy to the world. The Lord has come. Let heaven and nature sing. Let heaven and nature sing.
1: You almost want to sing along a little bit, don't you? You're listening to Treasured Truth with Pastor Ford, a message called Joy to the World. It's really all about the fact that yes, the Lord has come. We see that in Luke chapter 2 as we've been uh, looking at in today's broadcast. And if you uh, maybe are thinking a little bit more about what it means that the Lord came, that God has given us the greatest Christmas gift of all time in the sending of His Son, and you're wondering what does that actually mean for you, well, I want to encourage you to call this number today. Talk with someone about how you can know God, how you can know Jesus, how you can receive God's gift of forgiveness to you. The number is 1-888-NEED-HIM. That's 1-888-NEED-HIM. You know, maybe you've found us today because you're not doing what you would normally be doing and you're kind of intrigued by what you heard. Well, if you are not able to listen to the radio at a regular time, when we're on, I want to let you know there are a number of different ways that you can connect with Pastor Ford's teaching and that you can listen to uh, this program. You can always get started doing that by coming to our website. It's treasuretruthradio.org. You can stream a program or download an MP3 for free. You can also begin to podcast the program or get the Moody Radio app. Both the podcast and the app are free, and it really makes it convenient for you to listen whenever it fits your schedule. You'll find all the links you need at treasuredtruthradio.org. Well, thanks for listening today. Thanks to our producers, Amy Rios and Ryan McConaughey. I want to wish you a very Merry Christmas and hope you'll join us next time. Treasured Truth is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.